Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Two philosophers. Pashao. Modern day philosophers. With no fucking background in philosophy whatsoever. Hey, bullshit, motherfucker. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Wasted Content, episode 67. I am Anthropos. I am Ozymandias. <laughs> For episode 67, we are featuring a full Alesmith Brewing Company lineup. A few of these are collaborations, so it's really cool to see these guys getting out there, fucking getting with their beer buds, and fucking making some awesome shit. For today's first beer from Alesmith Brewing Company, we have the collaborative series Alesmith for Hope. Now, a little something off of the can here. I think, I personally think this is fucking dope as shit. This is in collaboration with Alesmith's Anvil of Hope organization. And um, they tell us a little something about that on the can here. It says, Alesmith for Hope Hazy IPA is our collaboration with newly created nonprofit Anvil of Hope. Founded by Alesmith owners Peter and Vicky Zane Zine. This beer is our commitment to assist communities and will help frontline workers impacted by COVID-19. I'll tell you this much. As soon as they drink it, they've already fucking succeeded with that. With helping frontline workers to COVID-19. You're already helping, dude. You're making beer. (laughs) A portion of the proceeds will be donated to those affected groups. This delicious hazy IPA is packed with intense hop aromas of pineapple, citrus, and tropical fruit. Enjoy and thank you for helping us to help others. Yeah. Anvilofhope.org. If you do care to uh, visit that website, maybe support that organization. Um, this is a fucking hazy IPA. And uh, I don't know that there's going to be anything special here. Uh, I think this is just something like, hey, fuck it. Everybody fucking loves this shit. This is something that we're going to be able to crank out and sell consistently and get those profits and, you know, yeah. fucking stroke their ego for helping whatever the fuck they're doing they're trying to help yeah just like just like frontline workers right (laughs) Uh, i would consider brewing companies frontline workers definitely those are fucking uh essential services right there absolutely yeah yeah you are manufacturing uh america's uh coping mechanism no that would be opium huh actually at this point not opium uh heroin opioids opioids that's what i was looking for there you go yeah that would be america's coping system right now (laughs) Fuck, bro, we got to get on a fucking heroin review podcast, bro. Oh. Where, like, it's just the introduction, and then we fall asleep shortly after. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what we do here anyway? <laughs> Shut off the brain at the door? No shit, dude. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, you're going to find us just just being like, 10 out of 10, bro. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Every fucking episode. I think it's going to get lower with every Oh, shot. for real. Yeah. The first one is going to be 10, 10 out of 10. <laughs> then we're going to start chasing a fucking imaginary dragon. No shit. No shit, dude. <laughs> Fuck. Jesus. There's going to be like, we're going to be passed out here with the needle sticking out of our fucking arm. Yeah. And there's going to be like a neglected baby. I don't know. I don't even know whose mm, it is. Probably on the walls. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody calls CPS, dude. There's a bunch of babies crawling on. Hello, CBS. <laughs> There's a bunch of babies crawling all over the walls here. <laughs> Damn. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's stick to the Bruce. Yeah. For now. For now. Let's stick to the heroes. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> 
Jesus Christ. All right, fuck it. Let's yeah. get this pour out. This is the Hazy IPA Alesmith for Hope from Alesmith Brewing Company. Let's see what we got here. First beer's poured out. Looking like a fucking Hazy IPA. Yes, it does. Check that shit out, dude. Check out all the, <laughs> the yeast. There's a lot of sediment here. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's a ton of sediment. And um, I'm just... Just hoping it doesn't add a fucking texture to it. I'm fine. I'm fine as long as there's, I can't fucking feel it. Um, but it, it's certainly a hazy IPA. It's got like this like um, like a pineapple juice color to it. It's like this like amberish yellow. Like a golden amber yellow and very opaque. A lot of citrus notes coming from the nose here. Some honey. Hey, that's nice. Well, it's been a minute since we've had a hazy on the podcast. We've been just fucking like doling out them stouts week after week, just fucking stouts since the weather um, obliged. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited to fucking have an IPA for a change. Same here. It's nice to kind of like go back and forth with them, man. Revisiting old friends. Uh, yeah. Cheers. cheers. Mm, mm, mm. so um i'm still at roughly 20 to 25 percent mental capacity <laughs> taste uh <laughs> in terms of my taste gotcha. uh, coming back to me still right around where i was last week maybe like at 30 percent um so i actually didn't quite catch the honey on the nose but it's the first thing that met my palate um there's like this fucking like really nice raw honey sweetness to it mm-hmm. yeah it's definitely the <clears throat> predominant flavor here uh there's a lot of citrus a little pineapple-y like you were like you mentioned but honey all the way through from the introduction to the finish it's just it's very sweet but it's not an like saccharine sweet no the whole beer <laughs> kind of gives you a, a, a very dry take to the west coast style sticky um hoppy uh character it's it's all there um you you have a very dry base for the ipa but you're getting those very very distant um what do they call it dank hops yeah it's certainly a west coast style hazy ipa i think this the dryness of the beer is letting more of the aromatic flavors of the honey come through Definitely, yeah. It feels a little floral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I want to be very specific on what kind of flower, but I can't fucking pinpoint it. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I, know. I thought you were gonna go like, well, fucking was, like cherry blossom. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is clearly cherry blossom pollen <laughs> from the fucking whatever region of Japan. <laughs> I mean, you get these Japanese you- honeybees. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> you get these cicerones out there that are telling you like, oh yeah, there's definitely um, you know, like a a, a tropical bush berry, uh, a fucking uh, whatever. Uh, they they're they're coming out, they're coming at you fucking from all ways. Yeah, um, and I'm sure that they'd probably be able to call it out on this, but us on our um fucking there's average just, Joe, <laughs> it, it, there's too many things to fucking be a master of. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like you got to be a master of like honey and other regions of honey and the different types of flower and mm. pollen 
combinations and then beer and then citrus and then everything else it's just I'm by no means a master in honey, not by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. But I can I can point out clover honey and I could point out orange blossom honey. I could probably point out a sage too, because they're they're very distinct flavors. But um but I'm sure that there's masters in that. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. But um I think I've done that with a couple of beer reviews. But uh on this one it just seems like a raw clover honey kind of deal going with it. And yeah, just that dryness, I agree, is is allowing all the floral notes to come, the herbaceous notes to come forth. And then you get this like very distant um, hop resin dankness, like this heavy bitterness, but it's distant. Yeah. It's it's strange. Um, I really like it. I think it's a wonderful representation of a, of a West Coast style um, hazy IPA. <clears throat> What's the ABV on this? This is a 7.5 ABV. Okay. That's not bad. That's yeah, respectable. It's a decent ABV for an IPA. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are pretty familiar with this like hazy West Coast style. Mm-hmm. We featured a lot here. I'd say over the past year, we pretty much became very, very well familiarized with this style. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And this is a great representation of it. Definitely. Uh, it's not... Unfortunately, it's not outstanding. Mm, mm. It, it just falls in line with the rest. Great hazy, um, West Coast hazy introductory yeah. IPA. It's certainly you can tell that it's brewed for the masses. You know, this is this is meant to be mass distributed, and I'm not mad at it. This is one of the examples where I say, you know, not only do it like like if I want beer, this is what I want. Um, if I want if I order a hazy IPA. This is what I want. If I get this, I'll be a happy guy. Yeah. Um, I got a rating for it. What do you got? Uh, 7.5 ABV. Uh, I got a 7.5 for it. Um, I, I would rate it lower because we're talking about it being a very base level hazy. Um, I'd rate it lower if it wasn't for the fact that they just nailed that base level hazy. Yeah. This is, um, if we're rating this out of like base level hazies, to me, this would be a 10 out of 10 entry-level hazy ipa west coast style ipa but um of course we've uh, explored many different takes on this style and we've seen what you can do with this and we've seen uh <clears throat> frankenstein versions of them right we, we in fact have um some volume fives from beer zombie just sitting in the fridge that we'll be you know using for a kickback beer here and there yeah <laughs> but uh, so we've seen we've had the louis vuitton we've had so many fucking different variations of this style that have uh, been like monstrous versions of this so um, for what it is hazy ipa 7.5 for me um this is gonna be a seven for me this feels like a beer that was kind of rushed out to market so they can have something for the l smith for hope foundation uh it's it's good it's decent but it's just passable as a hazy ipa okay it's nothing outside i think where this could benefit uh, not necessarily ABV, but maybe a bigger variety of hops. Add some fucking Nelson hops in here. Add some, on a mosaic to give it a little bit more citrus. Yeah, man. Some citra hops. You know, it just, it feels <clears throat> a little muted, almost as if it were done in a dry hop brewing method. Where you're not, where you're getting some of the, the, the grassy notes, but none of the resin sticky bitterness. Mm-hmm. But it just it feels like it's lacking a little bit on the hops for me. 
um i I completely agree with that sentiment um i think a seven is a very fair rating for this and um yeah ailsmith should definitely uh hang this uh you know on their back and, and and call it a day with this one um a good cause they're just fucking coming out of the fucking woodwork and saying like hey um we got we got you know some fucking uh some way to help right uh, i think it's cool I, I really appreciate that um yeah it's not it's not a bad motive or intention i see what they were doing i see what they're trying to do but <clears throat> at this point in like the craft brewing industry like you have to put out hitters every fucking time <laughs> true like you can't just put out a mediocre beer anymore <laughs> yeah, yeah you, can't. For sure. you can't put out an average ipa um especially if you already have a reputation as well right you know, if you're well known and you've been in the fucking game forever um expectations are high you set the fucking bar yeah so uh yeah no i agree with that very much um yeah dude a fucking good cause uh unfortunately i, I don't want to go this way but i have to Everything, I, I have I have become very pessimistic when it comes to uh, selflessness. Yeah, Not very self interested, isn't it? It, it is, and I, I feel <clears throat> like I've always kind of, kind of carried that um, perspective with me, just in general. But I feel like that's become become compounded over the course of the last year. You know, just watching that fucking um, heaping. Um, fucking garbage fire uh what is it called it's a garbage can fire or some bullshit sure uh i think that that's really compounded that sentiment and i'm i'm very fucking skeptical about people trying to do good <clears throat> yeah and i always kind of default to just um assuming that they're doing it for um themselves no absolutely it's it's hard fuck I don't know. I had this conversation last night with some friends with actually uh, no shit. Cornelius that was he, that's been here and uh, Medusa that's been here. No shit. Uh, it's just like, can people really be good? And mm -hmm. if it's not self-aggrandizing yeah. to be good, you know, uh, do you do things to be good? I'm like, I can be. I believe people have the capacity to be good if they wanted to. Yeah. You know, it takes a lot of it. It takes effort. <clears throat> but fucking given social media bullshit given the fucking history of the past fucking 20 years for that matter people don't usually do good things for other people unless it benefits them somehow uh we saw this with fucking the fucking social media influencers posing for pictures of boarding up fucking storefronts yeah yeah and dude was, for sure i remember that i remember this one bitch having a fucking mexican guy she picked up at home depot <laughs> um recording her on her phone yeah as she was like pretending to drill a board up i remember that shit dude yeah so and like fucking the investigations done on like the red cross foundation on the fucking uh clinton foundation and all this bullshit where like the majority of the donations just go to the foundation itself to sustain itself to pay these ceos their fucking six-figure salaries every year that's fucking awful I know <laughs> it ends up being like fucking ten percent of every dollar. Some some fucking number. Yeah, yeah, it it's does. very low. It I does. don't know the exact number on the top of my head, but it's very low. The percentage of money that actually goes to the cause than the foundation. It's it's. I don't know. I really don't know what to think of it. Maybe they're doing good ultimately, but it's not 
selfless completely. Yeah, I think that's the best version There's of no good. Altru- There's no true that's altruism. The one. That's the one. That's the word I've been looking for yeah. as of late. Um, altruism. There's no such thing as true altruism. No. It's, it's, it's always with a little bit of a vein of, well, how does this benefit me? Right. Right? Oh, you want to donate to a great cause? Give me your money, and I'll give it to them. Yeah. The fuck? <laughs> I didn't need you. No. But, I don't mm, need middlemen. Yeah. To just fucking hear you go, thank you very much, and here you go. Like, we don't need that fucking guy. We can just fucking donate directly to whatever causes, I guess. Like, oh, how can you fucking do that? I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. Like, as corporate entities, probably not. You need a fucking way to do the tax write-off. Yeah. At the end of the day. <laughs> uh, as individuals, there's no real way to get money to whatever fucking cause unless you, like, fucking go the Michael Scott route and hire a fucking stripper to give a check to that goes to <laughs> science. You know? No shit, dude. Like, um, <laughs> I'm just going to walk into a fucking hospital's ICU. And um, with that fucking like the money gun, and then just <laughs> make it rain on the fucking frontline workers. Yeah, dude. you want to donate directly like to the fucking cause? Just fucking make it rain on these nurses <laughs> who are not suffering, by the way. Um, what the fuck? I'm sorry, they're not suffering. Like we're <laughs> okay. Look, oh my god, dude. What? Sorry, Ale Smith. I see what you're doing. It's, it's a great. Uh, thought i'm just gonna have you know that it's a you, great thought exercise i'm gonna have you um please proceed but know that you just ruined my nurses in the icu peeling off their ppe mm. stripping in a covid room no no, no, you no just that should definitely that. happen you killed that that should definitely happen <laughs> but please record it for tiktok so they get some fame out of it right yeah <laughs> I don't know. I mean, just with the same sentiment as there's no true altruism. Like, you want to have these people who are frontline employees currently in this, like, bad situation and fucking pat themselves on the back for being such great people and pretend that the money that they're being compensated had nothing to do with their fucking career choice. Well, that's the thing. They also didn't sign up to fucking um, be... Yes, they did. They (laughs) didn't sign up to be in a fucking, um, like, overflowing critical care unit yeah they wanted a slack job that paid well correct right they wanted a job where they were assigned three to four patients that's stupid not like nine to ten patients like well, it guess is now what that's always a possibility in a hospital it is it is but they just didn't sign up for that shit oh, oh. is what i'm saying yeah they no. didn't sign up to fucking take care of ill people <laughs> yeah that, that's not their job not at the volume <laughs> that they're doing it currently okay so healthcare workers are out on covid too there's a short staffing crisis. Hospitals are fucking packed to the goddamn brim. Yeah. We're, co- we're creating fucking ancillary patient areas yeah. on, on some of the most prominent healthcare facilities uh, across this state. And and um, I think nurses are suffering, dude. I don't want to be like this fucking like white nighter about this shit either. But I think so, dude. I, I think-, think everybody's suffering, but no they want to paint no themselves shit. as the fucking heroes. They are, bro. They're, they're not, the they're fucking right. They're taking care of you when you're fucking dying, They're taking care of people, yeah. With, that's, because you're fucking dying. They did that before the fucking pandemic. Yeah, I know. But right now, it's at a fucking immense volume. Oh, and now it's stressful. And, and people are fucking dying, too. So they're, people like, taking care of more day. people. And then they have a fuck ton of people dying on them. Mm-hmm. Not a fuck ton of 
substantial amount of people. Let's call it fuck ton. <laughs> Let's call it a fuck ton yeah. of people dying on them. Mm-hmm. So I, I can only imagine. Well, they're incompetent. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I can only imagine the um, post-traumatic stress disorders that oh, are going to come after God. this. The fucking the 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 mental issues that are gonna come out, the anxiety and the depression and the stress that are all gonna come out of this fucking pandemic, bro. We're all focused on getting rid of the pandemic for sure, absolutely. Yeah. But we also have to look forward to a fucking mental health crisis in healthcare workers when this is all said and done, dude. When this is all said and done. Why? Because they're getting time and a half pay every time. <laughs> oh, you fucking guy. <laughs> oh, whoa, it's me. I'm getting time and a half pay is that what it is uh, <laughs> i don't know man i don't know how to i don't know how to argue with that dude i just think they're getting compensated for what their fucking job position is whether they thought they were going to be busy or not that's not the fucking point <laughs> fuck okay okay like, that is the job position take care of people some people fucking die and i mean i i, I know some nurses <laughs> And I know they get attached to their patients. Yeah. And I know they they mourn the loss of their fucking patient. And it happens when you fucking deal with people in any situation. If you deal with somebody face to face, you're gonna mourn their fucking loss. Yeah, dude. A it's, lot of <clears throat> a lot of healthcare workers too. They carry themselves in a way that seems like all of them have eventually gotten to the point of like disassociative behavior. Yeah. Where they don't even fucking say hello to you walking down a hallway. And I think kind of you have to, because otherwise you're fucking dude, your job sucks. Otherwise your fucking job sucks. Hey honey, how was your day? Fucking like three people died. Yeah. Five people died today. But see, that's part of the job. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. doesn't make it any easier. I'm not saying that make it being part of the job makes it easier, but you know what you signed up for? Like, to yeah. fucking come to this point now and pretend that's not what you signed up for? <laughs> Shut fuck the fuck dude. up. Okay. You spent the fucking first four months of this fucking pandemic learning a dance routine with your fucking fellow coworkers <laughs> to post on fucking TikTok and then come around and fucking pat yourself on the back about how hard you've been fucking working. Get dude, the fuck out of no. here. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> now it's difficult. Oh, dude. <laughs> I don't know how to argue <laughs> against this. I don't know how to argue against this, dude. Oh fuck, man. Um, that that's I guess uh for the time being, that is all I have to say. That's the only argument I'm gonna make. Yeah. For these people. Um, I feel for you. Uh keep up <laughs> keep up the great work. Um, we appreciate you and uh you guys are fucking amazing. Uh thank you. They're not not doing good work. Okay. What I detest about this is the self-congratulating bullshit. Okay. Of, okay. I'm a hero. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um. Okay. I, I really, I would really like to move on to the second real lineup. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I guess, like, kind of like, uh, uh, just make a transitionary statement. Sure. Uh, there is some kind of like a social clout to being a healthcare worker of course. right now. In this time of crisis, in this global pandemic, there is a form of very subtle social clout. And that's all I'll say for right now. Um, uh, let's go ahead and move on to the second beer in the lineup. <laughs> let's do that. Second beer in the lineup. 
from Ilsmith Brewing Company. We have the Diego Antonio. It's a West Coast style India Pale Ale brewed with Citra and Nelson hops. I've fucking been on a fucking Nelson hops binge ever since no this fucking Louis Vuitton. Yeah, of course. Like, holy fucking shit. This is in collaboration with Weathered Souls Brewing Company from San Antonio. So, like you mentioned on the video, I think you mentioned, I don't know if you mentioned it yet, but <clears throat> this is a collaboration from Ailsmith from San Diego and uh, Weathered Souls from San Antonio, and thus the Diego Antonio. Right. And they're saints. And they're saints. They're saints. Because they're helping people. Um, <clears throat> when two breweries from respective cities named after patron saints collaborate, you know we had to go in. Uh, you know we had to go in hard style. We got down with our homies. Oh God, <laughs> we got down with our homies over at Weathered Souls Brewing Company to make this creative take on a West Coast style India Pale Ale. This beer is blessed with an abundance of both Citra and Nelson Solvin, which bomb the palate with notes of citrus, mango, passion fruit. Diego and Antonio together. Now we know where your trouble is. Now you know you're in trouble. <clears throat> Thank you. You're now you know you're in trouble. <laughs> Cheers. This is coming in at a 7.7 ABV. Let's see what we got here. Pour it out. <laughs> Very nice head to this. Very nice color. Oh, dude, this looks fucking creamy. It, this looks like what I was expecting the last one to look like, actually. I don't know what the fuck happened with it. I don't know if like I held on to it too long. I've had it for about like a month and a half. Yeah, it's been in my experience that brewers don't really want sediment in their beer. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely. It might have been just a consequence of keeping it for too long, or yeah. maybe just a bad batch. Maybe for sure. Uh, this one doesn't have any of that shit. This is like a much brighter um, color, and it's got that haze all the way through. Yeah, it's it just looks super fucking creamy. Uh, I'm gonna guess that there's a, a, a copious amount of oats that have been used here to achieve that. So I'm I'm looking forward to that texture wise. It's very bright. Oh man, that's sweet. That's really nice and sweet on the nose. Mm -hmm. I get pineapple from this as well. I heard them call out a few uh a few things on their label. Dragon fruit, pineapple, and uh, what else? Mango. Okay, all right. I think I think I'm getting a little bit of that pineapple and that little bit of a mango. Uh, the head has some nice staying power, too. I poured that shit about fucking five minutes ago. Still going strong. Not as big and fluffy as it was when I poured, but it's it's got some retaining power in there. Looks like some heavy legs from the from the head. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm looking forward to like a, a, a nice, crisp, citrusy, hazy IPA with um, a substantial body. That's what I think we got here. Cheers. Cheers, brother. Do 
It's a good hazy. It is creamy, like you were saying. It's not as dry as the last one. Right. <clears throat> it's allowing for that texture to kind of just follow through all the way. It does kind of have like a, a, a different mouthfeel to it as well. Mm -hmm. Just feels like a bit more of a full-bodied beer. Yeah. I really wish I knew what the fuck else Weathered Souls got into. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know that I've ever had anything from those guys uh, over in San Antonio. But um, I, I'm hoping that they're doing kind of like similar shit. I'm hoping that they got in on the fucking haze game. Uh, I think that's probably the case, seeing as how this is just a fucking solid hazy IPA. Um, much <clears throat> less resinous than the uh, Alesmith for Hope. Uh, I actually don't know if it's that or if like that one just primed my palate for hop, but I am getting much less hop bite dankness from this. Um, I feel like I feel like they took a West Coast style haze and then kind of sucked the weathered soul out of it a little bit. Out of this one here? Yeah, I feel like they sucked that like West Coast essence out. Which makes sense because it, this is not a 100% West Coast beer. Interesting. This is a collaboration. So yeah. I, I, can, I can definitely note that some of the West Coast funk has been taken out of this a bit. <clears throat> I can see that. This is definitely feeling a little bit more rounded off than dry, quick, quick and like hoppy. Yeah. Uh, which is funny because I was asking for more hops in the, the last one. Right. Uh, but this is, I don't know. There's no stickiness. There's no resin. Right. There's no um, hop bitterness for sure. It's very sweet. It's delicate. It's smooth. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's velvety. Yeah. To the fucking text, to the tongue and the texture. I'm getting a lot of citrus here. A little bit of mango for sure. Like you said, this is a solid IPA. Yeah, I'm not mad at it, man. Um, Ale Smith is uh, doing well in the category. I, I really, again, I'll repeat, wish I knew a little bit more about the Weathered Souls. Uh, I'm going to have to try and get our hands on some of that shit, dude, because uh, we've, we've run the gamut with West Coast Styles. We featured a few that are imports and shit and, you know, some fucking um you know from another continent even but i don't know <clears throat> that we've really explored anything from fucking the, the middle of the country you know yeah no there's east coast and there's west coast but what about the south coast what the fuck are they doing right you know the dirty south the brewing companies they got to be doing some shit those minnesotans up motherfucking over by fucking canadia they got to be doing some fucking awesome stouts i would hope canadia right? yeah <laughs> i would hope i would hope um yeah we got to do a little bit more of that I think if you're in the game, everybody's always talking about fucking East Coast, West Coast. Seems to be for a, a lot of shit. Yeah. North Coast, South Coast, you got to fucking step up. This is your opportunity to step up. I think Weathered Souls is doing exactly that in the fucking Haze game. Uh, you got a rating for this? Um, let me give this a 7.5. Okay. I've been, again, on a Nelson Hops kick. Recently, anything with Nelson Hops, I like go out of my way to try. And I really love 
that it's never that bitter. It's a very nice, like velvety hop. Yeah, really. Every time that it's been included, specifically in a dry hop application, mm-hmm. it really fucking does wonders and pairs um, exceptionally with the oak. Yeah, it creates a complete experience of its own. Seven point five, <clears throat> only because for the same reason the other one was seven. It's just, it's right on the stands of a like passable West Coast hazy IPA. Yeah, it's not anything spectacular yet again. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately for Alesmith, it's it's great, but it's not fucking. It's not a hitter. It's not. One of those beers that you're going to fucking hunt for. You're not going to, it's not going to hit the fucking, what the fuck did I call it last time? The fucking hype market. Definitely. <clears throat> definitely. Um, This is something more that when you see it on the shelf and you'll remember it and you'll be like, oh, that was good. Yeah. I'll fucking get a little bit more of that. Um, This is something you can always go back to. Yeah. And you know what you're expecting. You're fucking satisfied. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, I'm going to have to go for a 7.5 on this one as well. Um, there's not much difference between both other than just removing a little bit of that body. Uh, the Alesmith for Hope came in a bit more crisp and dry and quick. And this one, it, it sticks around just a tiny bit more. And there's that that hop variance uh, where the Alesmith for Hope gave us that um, distant hop bite, that dankness, that stickiness. And then this one didn't do that. Uh, you know what? Fuck. I, I forgot about the herbaceous tones over in the Alesmith for Hope. Uh, I don't know that I get them on this one. I think this one's a little bit more focused on this sweet citrus fruit yeah. um, character. So um, when I say not much variance, I mean definitely in the base of the beer. They're, they certainly did a few different things with it, but you can tell that the base beer is similar. So not a lot of variance. 7.5 for me. Definitely a good fucking hazy in my book. 7.5 for me. Fuck yeah, dude. All right, let's move on to the first topic of today's show. I I can't help but peruse our feed on Instagram every once in a while. Okay. Every fucking day, right? Mm -hmm. I can't help it. And we follow people of a very similar hobby, pastime. Passion, even. Yes, alcohol. <clears throat> Correct. People <laughs> <laughs> liver cirrhosis. Fucking professional alcoholics, okay? Like, we try to associate ourselves with that level of, yeah. like, professional alcoholics. Like, you're not just fucking doing it for the fucking drunkness of it. That's, like, only 90% of it. Yeah, you want to benefit off your drunkenness. <laughs> Correct. And yeah. you also want to fucking explore, too, because you could just be drinking fucking... Um, what is that shit called? The Phoenix, the, 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 the Thunderbird, Thunderbird, that shit. Yeah. That you could just be drinking that. Yeah. But we try, which to, we have, <laughs> which we have, we have on a, a few occasions. <laughs> we need to review that shit, dude. We need to have like some bum episode. Bro. No, 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 we, no, no, we no, need no, to, we no, need we, to have a bum episode. Bum beer. Yeah. Stay on brand. Okay. Fair, fair. You know what? We're going to have a bum beer episode. And the bomb is gonna be Thunderbird. That's not beer, though. I know it's not beer, but I think I, I think it's appropriate. Well, then throw in some Mad Dogs while you're at it. Shit, fuck me. Okay, no. <laughs> 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 I 
I don't want well, to relive my fucking seventeen-year-old self. Well, that well, fool is a fucking idiot. We'll we'll uh we'll cross our bridge when we get when we get there. Um, regardless, we try to pair ourselves with these people, and it's it's about beer. It's about fucking the people who brew this and the people who enjoy it. Yep. When 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 it's all said and done, dust settles. You fucking cut away all the fucking bullshit. And all the fucking bitches with titties and beer, the beers and boobs, and the fucking boobs and beers, Oof. and the fucking like high heels and beers, and all this shit. Like when you cut all of it away, we are down to people who make craft beer and people who enjoy craft beer. And that's what it's about for us. I'd like to say I don't. I'm. I'm I don't want to fucking speak for both of us. No. Yeah. For sure. But. I can't help but following a fucking shit ton, thousands of people who are enthusiastic about the same thing we are and not just notice these outliers, the fucking stranglers out there. Stragglers. Did I say stranglers? Same thing. Uh, I guess so. (laughs) These fucking, um, these like fucking folk that somehow feel a sense of duty to bring their own personal opinions into this fucking passion and this hobby. Why the fuck do we need to know about your personal opinions? It's because everything has to be politicized now to fucking for real be dude. fucking what's do, the word? Uh, relevant. Don't you know that this is one of my fucking last refuges? Alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> First and last. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Like, dude, I'm trying to get away from everything else with alcohol. Yeah. And I'm trying to, like, make it look like it's a fucking hobby, asshole. And I'm just really, I'm trying to get the fuck away from everything fucking else in life that makes me drink, right? That makes fucking life better because I fucking drink. Yeah. Um, And then these motherfuckers have to come and politicize this shit, too. This shit, too? <sighs> it's a product of our fucking time, bro. Everything's fucking politicized. Doesn't matter what the fuck it is, Crayola's uh, politicized, beer is politicized, Legos are politicized. Like, fuck, what the fuck is wrong with you? I don't get it. I don't get it, and and I feel personally attacked. I feel like I had the fucking, uh, I feel like I had a sanctuary. What the fucking cave of solitude <laughs> here? And I feel, I felt that I had people that were here with me in solidarity too. Yeah. Okay. And then you have this fucking overly politicized shit just saturate the fucking market, it seems. Um, why? I don't give a fuck. Um, these fucking these people, these people. I guess you can't really pull away the person you are from whatever passion or hobby or pastime you have. Yeah. And uh I just ran into this. I ran into this in the form of a fucking slacktivist hashtag. <laughs> Okay. And I want to talk about that. So if you're on social media and you fucking are, because you're listening to this and you fucking are, um, go ahead and search yourself these fucking um <laughs> it's hashtag no apple apple, like the fucking fruit, apple It's like no apologies, but it's spelled like apple, right? And apparently the fucking women's um, suffrage 
is 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 centered and the fucking the 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 epicenter of women's suffrage in the world in the cider community for women okay what i thought okay correct me if i'm wrong but i thought ciders were specifically geared to attract women absolutely they are absolutely they are for sure it's a fucking chick drink yes i enjoy it I i'm not gonna tell you fucking, love, i fucking love dude, that shit. stella cider Ooh, hey, in, in the summer you'll catch me as a fucking gang of ciders i'm having a great time for sure there's nothing wrong with wrong about that yeah um this movement is created by some fucking stupid bitch <laughs> that is posting pictures of herself in lingerie in the fucking snow and freezing weather fucking lingerie pictures and shit with ciders and fucking you know her tits and ass and shit and hey you know what more power to you more power to you what you gotta do you know that sells yep exactly sex sells and you're doing it and you have a fucking like a big following because of it more power to you what the fuck like dude uh you 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 want to fucking talk about like like women empowerment hey you have fucking um monetized weaponry attached to your fucking biology you have tits you have a fucking snatch you have a fucking sweet ass and you're doing that shit and 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 just fucking own up to it if you're doing it like that's what you're doing some bitches out here with the fucking only fans being honest about it and then you're over here posting fucking sexy pictures but then it's a problem when you become objectified i don't find any fucking uh logic behind that that fucking and angerment. I don't understand how you can post pictures of yourself in lingerie, in the snow, holding up your fucking 5% cider, and then be um, outraged and shocked when a guy goes, nice tits. <laughs> like they didn't even notice the cider. <laughs> Why does nobody talk about how good my cider is? Because they're objectively trying to keep her out of the cider industry. Mm, that must be it yeah it must be because of the fucking it must be because of the fucking pay what is it the patriarchy patriarchy the patriarchy is trying to keep women outside of the fucking hmm. uh cider industry big patriarchal cider <laughs> is keeping women out what the fuck <laughs> are you fucking shitting me right now it is so absurd it's ridiculous it is deserving of ridicule so i caught it by proxy which is even worse because there was a fucking guy it was a guy championing Ooh. this fucking um this this bullshit fucking con concept mr white knight yeah that guy that guy that fucking guy mr fucking uh identifies as a feminist guy <laughs> <laughs> just so happens to look like nobody fucks him that just so happens to look like that like he don't get no pussy just so happens to look like that. Yeah. I, I really hate being mean about it. Nah, I don't. It's fucking funny. Yeah. But I, I don't want to be mean about it, but it just, it you deserve ridicule. You brought this upon yourself. For real. I see this fucking guy on the on our feed, and he's over here uh, taking a selfie on, like, the 25th story um, loft that he owns. In, in, <laughs> right? Like, he owns, like, a fucking <laughs> studio apartment in a fucking 25-story loft. To, that's, that's, you're already ahead of the game. You're already, you're doing all right, right? 
if you live in a studio in a 25 story loft or some bullshit like sure. that, you're doing all right. Yeah. So Metropolis and fucking buttfuck nowhere. Yeah. You, you ain't, you ain't struggling. Yeah. Right? And, and to have this kind of person taking a selfie, a guy, a fat fuck. Okay. Taking a selfie without his shirt off. Like not without his, with his shirt off. And that is like his statement. It's, it's his statement in support of championing the apple cider fucking industries um propagation of 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 injustice to women i don't it's so convoluted i really don't even know <clears throat> it, i i struggle to know where to even begin i mean at this point he's just grasping at straws right he's like uh i don't want to speak for all men but i'm going to speak for all men um, you essentially will do anything to get laid, right? And you find the, the path <laughs> of least resistance to get laid. And unfortunately, being 500 pounds and looking the way he does, it's not that easy. Women will tell you they're not fucking uh, shallow. Or shallow. Yeah. Yeah. They will tell you they're not shallow, but they are. All human beings are. We are. We're human. Yes. So looking at this man, the way he looks, I'm assuming he's doesn't he's probably been laid once if he's been lucky. And uh it's a fucking like it's an it's endemic in these type of men that that ally themselves with women movements, the fucking feminine that they identify as feminists. It it seems just like an easy path to try to ally yourself with women and maybe you fucking <laughs> Maybe they throw you a little maybe, little maybe, bit of pussy. Maybe they'll fuck you if they think you're can on their a, side. Have a little bit, little bit of pussy. Yeah, have but I'm your bit. friend. I'm not like these <laughs> other guys. I want to know about <laughs> you and your personality and how funny you are. I'm on your side. By, you're not, by the way, but I want to know <laughs> how funny you are. It, it's pathetic. I, I wanted to stop at at um deserving of ridicule i wanted to stop there and be uh in 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 some way shape and form civil about this but it deserves none of that it's pathetic absolutely so i couldn't help myself and i got into an argument on the internet with (laughs) with a stranger oh fun yeah it's a ton of fun what the (laughs) fuck are you talking about it's a ton of fun you gotta try it every once in a while but if you're going to do it, I just definitely recommend knowing that you're on the right side. <laughs> Always know that you're on your, be sure, be certain of the fact that you are smarter than the person that you are arguing with. <laughs> this fucking guy is out here posting a fucking shirtless selfie in in, in support of women's apple cider suffrage okay so i immediately take umbrage to this i'm fucking pissed about this because it is another another fucking like like rendered boiled down tasteless flavorless um slacktivism event and and it's done at such a fucking small level such a small petty level that it completely releases me from any respect of it. So I engage. And I say, 
Welcome to the internet. Hashtag slacktivism. You know, the post is talking about the reason why hashtag app, no apologies, spelled Apple again, well, like the inception of it. The inception is this fucking bitch who reviews uh, ciders, posts sexy pictures of herself with ciders. Okay. As she should. I, we follow her. so <laughs> As, Yeah, why wouldn't we follow her if she's right. posting sexy pictures? And then is 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 shocked and and fucking offended when the internet tells her, "Hey, nice tits." You know, I don't know if that's exactly how it happened, but I imagine it's some form of "Hey, bitch, nice tits." Yeah. And then she goes on this fucking screed and builds this fucking hashtag. That some group, like she's trying to get our friends into, try to use this hashtag more often because I'm so oppressed because the people are looking at my fucking pictures are telling me nice tits. Like, just fucking, what is, what the fuck did you expect? Yeah, she's over there posting pictures of her tits and hiding the nipple with the apple cider, right? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm oppressed. Yes, yeah. the grand patriarchy of apple cider keeping me out of the apple cider business. Meanwhile, I know I got a little bunch of followers by fucking posting my tits, but here's still, my merchandise too. I'm also a victim. <laughs> here's my um hashtag no apologies uh shirt. Um, here's the link to it. Go buy it, mm. and then a portion of your proceeds if you support go- women, <laughs> because I'm a speaker of all women. <laughs> I dude, I just don't get it, and it deserves no respect, and it deserves ridicule. And I engaged, and I said, "Welcome to the fucking internet." Hashtag slacktivism, because you're doing nothing. You're doing next to nothing, actually. You're doing something, but it's um, amounting to nothing. Yeah. And uh, I, I said, you know, you know that that, and I got a few responses. I got original poster to respond. And I got um, the cider bitch to respond. I got another fucking bitch telling me, like, go ahead and mansplain what that means. I'm all ears. And I'm like, certainly, sweetheart. Of course, toots. Um, (laughs) Let me fucking break it down to you. I mean, toots didn't help you at all. (laughs) I have to now. I mean, you don't. (laughs) I have to. I have a personal sense of responsibility. To call her toots. (laughs) Yeah. Because she came out with the fucking mansplain shit. You could have just asked for an explanation like, hi, I'm stupid and I don't know what the fuck you're saying. Could you do that? No, no, no. Because your explanation has everything to do with the patriarchy and keeping this other person out of the fucking cider business. Right, of course. (laughs) Questioning what the fuck you're talking about. (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Is you being a mansplainer. Right, of course, immediately. So um, if you treat me as such, I will fucking treat you right as such okay and i say hey toots here you go here's your hat here you have it in fucking layman's term in a fucking way you can understand it. yeah doing this is doing next to nothing mm. and it's just a fucking big circle jerk where everybody gets to pat themselves on the back and just fucking feel so good about themselves look how fucking uh, look how fucking virtuous i am yeah and that's what it amounts to. And this this ties into like what I'm selling what I'm telling you is I, I've become extremely pessimistic about any altruism because of this shit. 
This is what caused it. Yeah. These are the fucking people that have caused it. Because you're championing some fucking limp dick uh, fucking social injustice. For lack of better Some words. perceived injustice. Yeah. Right? In this case, it's a fucking bitch who's posting sexy pictures while fucking reviewing apple cider. And um, she, there, somebody said something that struck a nerve with her. And now she's offended, I gather. What the fuck is the point of shitting on what fucking brought you to the fucking table in the first place? Like, your fucking pictures of your ass, of a fucking <laughs> bottle of apple cider between your ass cheeks brought you to the fucking conversation. Why are you shitting on people liking it? <laughs> it's hilarious, dude. It's just like fucking, I don't know. It's- oh, God. This is the only way I can get attention. I'm a victim. Uh, yeah, and that's the thing right there. Like, right there, you are being the fucking apple cider, big apple cider right there. <laughs> a big apple cider bitch. Because um, you're taking away from the fact that what she create, what she creates is art. Okay, that is her expression of art. It's her body, and that you know, you're. It's not there to like fucking be like sexualized. That just look to get the fuck out of here. Who the fuck are you kidding? Um, uh, update fucking everybody. That's who you're kidding because everybody's fucking buying your bullshit. Apparently, at least you know what. Uh, at least in the fucking Northwest or in the West Coast or in any other fucking liberal city that you could fucking live in in the United States of America, everybody everybody is shoveling the shit into their fucking mouths. Apparently, it's so fucking stupid. And 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 for me to come out there and criticize it, and then like you know just see the people that are just championing uh, this bullshit, yeah, and fooling themselves and fooling each other and patting each other on the back. This fucking post of a fucking fat motherfucker with tits bigger than the cider, bitch. <laughs> oh this post has God. like a hundred comments on it of people just fucking applauding this fat fucking Java the Hut craft beer motherfucker <laughs> because he's sucking the fucking dicks of the chicks. That are telling you always believe women or whatever the fuck other hashtag that they rolled the coattails on the coattails on the same way that they fucking ride the coattails of any other fucking masculine um, of, of, uh, of, um, upper uh, upper management fucking guy that has led them to suck their dick up the corporate ladder. It's the same thing, dude. And they're doing it through like fucking social justice worrying. They're doing the fucking same thing. And and they just want people to fucking feel sorry for them. And they want to harumph. Harumph. Yeah. Harumph. Stop talking about my tits. It it almost seems in line with like all the fucking women who are talking about how men keep women out of STEM fields. Yeah. And this bitch is too fucking stupid to do any fucking math. So she's like, oh, men are keeping me out of the cider industry. Fucking hell. I should feel really sorry for you right yeah. about now, right? Yeah. Um. Th- this this argument with a stranger on the internet went took probably about like eighty percent of my day. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm and I'm not proud of it, but I'm proud. I'm not proud of the 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 act or the fact. I am proud of like just me sticking to my guns, and it amounts to nothing, but. This guy, he responds, the original poster, 
responds and um he says oh so then what grandiose things are you doing to improve the 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 way that this world uh treats women of color how does this it seems like such a fucking divisive way to construct a question because you are automatically forcing me into like this corner of a thing i don't give a fuck about (laughs) actually that's not a priority for me so i'm not doing anything in fact i'm not doing anything because it's not fucking real (laughs) i'm not doing anything like he's trying to corner you into fucking accepting the idea that this is actually a fucking thing yeah correct by you even fucking addressing the fucking question you're accepting that this is a reality fair fair fucking get the fuck out of here dude and this is the way people think apparently dude there's people walking around voting (laughs) (laughs) driving (laughs) that think like this and and it's so fucking crazy so i obviously respond with like i'm not fucking doing anything and i'm also actually um i'm also not pretending to be fucking doing anything and patting myself on the fucking back and stroking my fucking ego and trying to pretend that this is not about self-promotion. Bullshit. <laughs> Look how virtuous I am. Kneel before me. I am virtuous. I am virtue. I am better than thou. That's fucking holier than thou shit. Yeah. And it's, God damn it, if it was tied to something that was worth a fuck, I might, I might muster up this emotion of respect, maybe a speck of it. But this is fucking stupid shit. Get the fuck out of here. You're trying to fucking jerk off into your own mouth about something that doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand. And, and, and you know, this guy, he says, I'm going to ask you again. What are you doing? Your, your response is not constructive. I don't mean to be constructive. Fuck no, your we're fucking- trying to deconstruct your fucking... Oh, your fucking bullshit logic here. What your the fuck? ideology, yeah. What what the fuck are you thinking? Honestly, dude, like as a fucking male, the only people that who associate themselves with women that much and ally themselves with women are men who really can't get laid. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> and this seems like the easiest avenue to get laid. By the way, this podcast is NSFW, not safe for women. Uh, you will find us on Spotify and things. I, I love women. Spot and Patreon, especially women who pose almost nude. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's a complete disservice to the actual fucking tragedies that are happening to the fair sex all over the globe. And I'm not trying to be a white knight. I'm trying to make a fucking point. Yeah, you're you're ridiculing what's actually fucking happening by fucking trying to usurp a fucking movement for your fucking personal fucking gain. You're there's women actually fucking suffering in this fucking world, <laughs> right? Because of other stupid ideologies. Yes, correct. And by doing this, by fucking taking over it with a fucking hashtag about how fucking big cider is keeping out of fucking big cider. Yeah, you're ridiculing this. People will take the other thing less serious. Yeah, they will, they will look at female genital mutilation and be like. Yeah, that's not that serious. It's probably another hashtag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's another stupid correct. hashtag. Correct. Because of either governments or religions in other in other places of this world 
women have it way worse. If you can imagine this, listener, women in other places of the world, because of religion and government, have it way worse off than a girl in Canada who is getting um, thousands of comments about her tits on her Apple Cider reviews. Which she's going to monetize. Which is probably already monetized. If you truly care about this women's movement and women equality and all that stuff, look at outside of your fucking little fucking social bubble of bullshit. Women in this country have it fucking great. That that that's fine. Not not, not to take away the fact that that they go through shit. Uh, I'm not gonna take away from that. I'm not gonna get specific about it. But this is not it. This this ain't it, Chief. This ain't it. This ain't it, Chief. The world is shit. Everybody goes through shit, <laughs> including women. You're not exempt from going through shit. I'm fucking sorry. A. Just I, because you have happen to fucking have a vagina does not make you exempt from reality. Um, the mere fact that there is a fucking fine piece of ass, if I might add, uh, <laughs> this fucking cider chick, uh, the, the mere fact that she gets to, um, put her fucking, uh, hobby, her pastime, her passion and her body on social media, um, in itself, in itself is a fucking feat. Of, she hasn't been beheaded. <laughs> right. <laughs> is a feat in uh, first world accomplishment. And the mere fact that she gets to like somehow feel that um, there's like some kind of in- perceived injustice towards like her whole gender because she is being objectified on the internet for fucking sexy pictures is isn't just dumb it is as dumb as it is privileged because if that's the worst thing that is happening to her then she's she she ain't doing too bad that grievance is far down the list of all of the other atrocities and injustices that are happening to women all across this world so to try to fucking garner this attention, this like fucking jerk off into my fucking mouth kind of <laughs> bullshit, dude, is hilarious that's, to me. Maybe that's what she needs, a good dicking down. <laughs> <laughs> pa que se le quite, bro. For sure. Pa que se le quite. I don't know, dude. That shit gets me fucking pissed off. I don't know. Sometimes I wish one of us was a woman so we can take advantage of this and get, gain more followers online. <laughs> we got the tits for it, man. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, keep your eyes on the shop. There's going to be an Anthropos and Ozymandias 2021 calendar coming at you soon. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's move on to the fucking third beer lineup, man. Yeah, dude, fuck. <laughs> Alesmith Brewing Company. You think of that? You've been fucking drinking craft beer for over a decade? There's one stout that will come to mind. And it's a fucking monster. It was a monster then. Nowadays, it's it's 
somewhere like in the middle upper tier. But back in the day, if you could get your hands on this, you had to. A.O. Smith's Speedway Stout. Yeah, dude, I remember having this in a 750 milliliter bottle. That's correct. That's correct, dude. A.O. Smith has um, kind of, you know, bowed to the industry and said, you guys are all about 16 ounces, right? And they put their perennial stout in a 16 ounce can. This is an imperial stout with coffee, and it comes in at a 12% ABV. Chocolate and roasted malts dominate the flavor, supported by notes of dark fruit, toffee, and caramel. A healthy dose of locally roasted coffee added to each batch further brings out the bruised chocolate notes and enhances its drinkability. This beer will continue to mature for many years to come. The glassware it recommends is a goblet, serving temperature 50 to 55 degrees, pairs well with creamy blue cheese, and it comes from San Diego, California, Alesmith, established 1995. Nice. Um, happy mm. 25 years, 25 year anniversary. God damn. Uh, Alesmith, for your 2020 releases, uh, let's go ahead and pour this shit out, man. Immediately, I just want to bring your attention to the fucking head, dude. It's <laughs> it's fucking gorgeous, dude. This is a what? This is a beautiful fucking head on an imperial stout. Yes, it is. This is what you want to see out of an imperial stout. It's just rocky. Um, there's there's a section of it that's really really tight bubbles that are holding. There's also this rockiness throughout it. And it, it just looks fucking dense. It's it's if you're a stout lover, you want to see something with this kind of body behind it that can provide this amount of head. This head has staying power, it ain't going anywhere. I could leave this shit for a day out here. Look <laughs> look the same when yep. I get back to it. Oh fuck, I'm excited for this. Um I don't believe I've had Aylesmith Speedway stout since 2015 or 2016 so it's been a minute and i remember this as a very very dear a friend and i'm excited to have it again man same here dude i probably had it with you the last time i fucking had it sounds about right (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. cheers brother Hello. Hello. Ill Smith brought fucking they brought fire. God damn. That's the fucking type of head that just sticks to your mustache and you you get to fucking lick that shit up right after you fucking <laughs> just enjoy the beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude this is crazy it was uh drinking it 
the first thing you get is just like that foamy, like latte-esque head. Yes. Coming through with beautiful chocolate and vanilla notes. There's punchy notes of double dark roast. It's got like, um, if you've ever had like an iced coffee from Starbucks, you'll, if you don't know, that's a double batch brewed at, um, at half the time. Uh, that's how they make the iced coffee because they know that it's going to get watered down with the ice. So that's when you, ex- when you experience that, it's really strong. It's really, really fucking punchy. That that coffee is powerful. Um, I'm I'm getting the same experience with this, and and you get that with like a touch of like a bittersweet chocolate, and um, this very uh, delicate vanilla sweetness that's mm-hmm. somewhere in the back. The only thing that this is missing for me, and what is going to be very very um, important in my rating for this is, um. Everything seems to be okay here. But there's just barrel missing. I'm I'm missing the barrel, and that's because Alesmith doesn't make this or they do make it, but this one isn't <laughs> barrel aged. They make a fucking barrel aged version of this. <clears throat> but that's the only thing that this is missing for me. Everything else is fucking just um over par. Yo, I don't want to... Uh, fuck. I want to say that you shouldn't think about the barrel, specifically about this beer. God damn, I can't fucking talk. Uh, think about the adding barrel to this beer because they do do that. They do a variant of that, which is incredible by its own right. But this is just a stout on its own. And being a fucking stout, you're getting everything you want from a fucking stout. You're getting that roasty chocolatey vanilla viscous experience of a fucking beer (sighs) you know i've taken about five sips off of this shit Mm -hmm. this thing still has an inch of head Mm -hmm. and i appreciate that because every time i take a sip i get to experience that yeah and it's part of the experience like you just this is a fucking hefty beer this is not for the faint of heart this is for stout lovers only. And um, and I, I, if you have never had Alesmith's Speedway Stout and you claim to like stouts, you got to get back to fucking roots. This was a monster back. Dude, a decade ago, I remember casually purchasing a 750 milliliter bottle of this and being blown the fuck away because... A.L. Smith was cranking out. It was bringing fire from the gods. Uh, it was one of the brewing companies that is the fucking Prometheus of where the direction of this industry has gone. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and, and it's really nice to revisit an old friend. And it's really nice to see it hold up to the rest of the fucking game now. A decade and then some later. So... Um, my respects to Alesmith for bringing this to the market, for introducing me to the Speedway Stout, for maximizing a coffee imperial stout in its time, and still holding fair ground in today's market. Fucking mad props. Um, 
I have a rating for this. This is going to be a little biased. It carries that same bias that I have with my respect to like Stone, Lagunitas, uh, Alesmith's Speedway Stout, Imperial Stout comes in at a 9%. This is a 9, no, I'm 9%. I'm sorry. This is a 12%. This comes in at a 9 for me. Okay. Same here with that same feeling of like some nostalgia and on the sentiment of Prometheus. Now, drinking this now does feel like they were bringing knowledge from the future to us. Like, this is where everything is going. This is where everything's going to lead. And we're going to fuck you up with this right now. 15 years ago, revisiting it. Still fucking standing up against these fucking giants is fucking incredible. Holy fuck. Unlike its predecessors, this is something fucking incredible. It's not just a mediocre stout. An introductory. Right. Right. No. Yeah. No, you're getting all the the imperialness of it. You have that like very strong roasty fucking flavor that that bitterness that comes from the roast it's fucking ridiculous dude holy shit that head is incredible the color is incredible you cannot see through this fucking glass whatsoever there's no tinge of red around the fucking bottom from the light it's <laughs> no, just fucking solid fucking blackness <laughs> this is a fucking stout this is a fucking stout <laughs> Fuck this yeah. is nine for me nine to think that a beer that's as old as this to still hold that that stronghold, that's incredible. That's a feat for Alesmith. Um, it's really why I was excited to feature them. I'll be honest with you. Fucking, I, I put everything around the Speedway Stout. Uh, yeah. There's, if you visit the brewing company, you might be able to be uh, lucky enough to try variants of this. They actually provide uh, flights. Wow! That are variants of the Speedway Stout, and you have some with coconut, and some with banana, and some that are barrel aged, and you have all this kind of crazy shit. And um, it, it, I have not had the pleasure, but I would fucking, I would really fucking kill for the opportunity to do that. We gotta get our asses to San Diego, dude. It's fucking a hop, skip, and a jump. And hopefully, we don't get deported. But <laughs> we got to get our asses down there, dude. There's so many fucking good breweries down there. Alesmith being one of the prominent ones. I- I'm surprised we haven't gone there on fucking trips no just shit, to be dude. like, hey, let's no fucking shit. go visit some no fucking shit. breweries. Uh, <clears throat> we're going to have to book a weekend there where we get to visit a couple breweries, Ooh. dude. Yeah. Fuck if they like want to like allow us to record or whatever the fuck. I'm down to just go to a fucking brewing company and. Like fucking like take our gear and record. Yep. Um, at the hotel room with some fucking shit that we just brought back. Oh shit! From, yeah, we should do that from fucking Green Flash or Ballast Point Oof. or Stone or fucking Alesmith or Modern Times or any of these other fucking wonderfully prominent people that are coming out of the West Side, bro. Like that's a fucking that's a mecca of beer out there, and we we're just out here fucking. We're fucking like two hours away and I'm like, oh, <laughs> you should fucking visit. 
Yeah, people flying from all over the country <laughs> to visit this kind of shit. We can't make a fucking weekend for it. We'll make a weekend, dude. Um, hotel prices are really cheap, actually. We could probably fly there for cheaper than we could drive there right now. <laughs> Truth be told. Yeah, but there's nothing like drinking and driving to give you the full experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> we can find our new jerseys on the fucking store. You know, <laughs> no shit, dude. Um, check out wastedcontent.com forward slash shop, and uh, you will have access to the very few but um, incredible fucking products that we're offering right now. We do offer a t-shirt. That t-shirt actually has already been produced and delivered to the people that support us on Patreon right now. Yeah. Well, um, no, that... The people on Patreon got a different shirt than what's available in the shop. Oh, no shit? Yeah. yeah. Okay. How is it different? Um, People that came here have a very special shirt. And okay. People on Patreon have a very special shirt. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, the okay. one on the shop is exclusive to the shop. Understood. Understood. Yeah. Very well. Dude, I didn't even fucking know that. It's similar but different. Okay. Yeah. Very well. Uh, we also have a jersey up there. And um, uh, Ozymandias and myself are going to have personalized ones. But we are offering wasted content ones, and um, they're fucking slick, dude. Yeah, they're slick, dude. I they can't look get over that dope shit. as fuck, dude. Yeah, I can't wait to fucking be recording at a brewing company, rocking that Oof. shit, dude. <laughs> Legit. Um, I, I, I'm gonna rock that shit any fucking opportunity I get. <laughs> I'm, 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 I sound like I'm fucking pitching this shit right now. Yeah, I mean we but, are. <laughs> yeah, we are. We are. But it looks fucking dope. And then <laughs> we don't, we don't have the same versions that are available on the shop either no and i think that the ones on the shop are fucking dope as shit dude yeah <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna get one of those anyway yeah same here um <laughs> <laughs> uh, just if you're curious about it and why you like why you're curious or if you're curious about why i'm excited about it you're gonna have to see the front and the back of this um it's a jersey so you have to have a number there and we only found one number that was appropriate for that and it so. wasn't 69. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so either way, uh, we'll move on from fucking pitching our shit right now. And uh, we'll chills. get back to it for real, dude. Just chilling that shit out, huh? <laughs> um, this, is, this is just awesome, dude. I really love going back to something that I could remember being at the inception of my passion for craft beer and, and having it just hold up to everything else that I've tried. At this point, personally... I could probably guess that I've had well over a thousand beers, Oof. well over a thousand beers, and and you you're you're gonna be there. Close you, second. You'll probably be there, and you'll probably be a little behind by a, a bit. Um, but uh, at this point, I've had quite a fucking few many beers. We've had quite a few many beers. Yeah, we have shared quite a few many beers with our closest friends and family, and to have gone through all of those different unique experiences. And find something from 10 plus years ago that can still say this is the fucking shit is just um, like just worthy of my fucking um, admiration. Yeah. A.L. Smith Brewing Company, the whole fucking lineup was around this. But we do have something for the last one that involves the, the hype <coughs> behind this beer. Okay. Well. Yeah. And uh we'll wait until that comes up. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh 
let's move on for a second to our next topic, which I'm going to bring back to the first topic. Okay. Instagram. Right. Fucking Instagram. Dude, I've been I've been off Instagram for a while, like my personal fucking page. I think I mentioned this last episode, but I just I I try to stay away from the fucking echo chamber of uh social justice warriors because everybody I fucking know is a fucking social justice warrior now. Everyone wants to harumph. Bro. I know. <laughs> everybody wants to be at the center of this like, grand fucking movement because we were fucking indoctrinated since fucking we were fucking five years old about revolution. Revolution, revolution, revolution. Everything we learned about fucking history was about fucking revolt. And now we're at a fucking point. Everyone just, you know, they feel a little special. They feel like they should be at the epicenter of it. And, but there's no merit to it. So I start, I try I to stay you. away. I try to stay away. I, I, I like, I see my page and I like I'm like nope 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 nope. But occasionally I'll go back and look at the fucking feed and it's just like ooh women ooh black people ooh people of color <laughs> PLCs bro. I get it PLCs biopics. But yeah, <laughs> what the fuck, bro? <laughs> New fucking term you gotta fucking biopics, know biopics Some uh, bi- biopics bullsh- something about fucking Robin Williams being a robot. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Bicentennial man. Is that what that was? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I try to stay away. It's fucking it's a toxic fucking environment full of fucking people just jerking each other off and jerking off onto their fucking feed for likes. And I mean I do that for sure. Don't get me wrong, I jerk off. I love jerking off. But it's nice. <laughs> I don't want to be patted on the back for it. Yeah. It's a fucking very primal thing that needs to be done because it just needs to be done. But I don't want to fucking boast about it and want people to give me kudos for jerking off today. (laughs) (coughs) Please give me kudos. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, so I go back onto my fucking feed today. It's very astute of you to jerk off in privacy. It's It's a very primal and private thing I do. <laughs> also public because I tell everybody. <laughs> and I'm not ashamed of it. So <laughs> um I go onto my feed and the first thing I see is this fucking 30 something year old woman kissing her 10 year old son on the lips. <laughs> You know, just blatantly making out with her son <laughs> for the world to see. It, it's a very difficult image to look at, considering like all the hate against pedophilia. And then you allow women to kiss their fucking children without any repercussions. You want equality? You want oh, fucking equality? That's where you're going with Give this? them shit for that. They're making out with their own fucking children the for fuck? the public to fucking see. This is such a weird argument, okay? So I want to be I mean, my argument is not about pedophilia. Right? <laughs> Why well, I want to be on your side? Because yeah. if I'm not, then I'm a pedophile, right? So... So I want to be on your side. You got to be against me. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, anyway, um, but but um, 
I, I'm with you on like the kissing on the mouth thing. That's kind of fucking weird. It's fucking disturbing. It's, it's weird. It's weird. You're like you're fucking the kid up. I think there's you're, like you're fucking him up. A there's an bit, age range where bit. it's acceptable. Definitely, absolutely. Like the yes. kiss on the mouth. Yeah, it's very. It's a like a deep sign and like rooted fucking thing about love. Yeah. How much you care for this person. Yeah, it's weird. And, and it's just weird. like you can kiss your children. Okay, you love them. They're, I've heard it fucking said as your it's your heart outside of your fucking body. Damn, you know I've never heard that before. It's fucking beautiful. That is I love quite that. Quite a sentence. comparison. Like, yeah, this is Fuck. your heart beating outside of your fucking Jesus body. Jesus Christ, your children. I get it. Fuck. Fuck. I get it. God damn. But I'm not gonna make out with my heart <laughs> after it hits puberty. <laughs> you know, especially I, I just I, I just imagine these fucking kids being a little bit older, and you know, having that fucking like general child fucking talk with their fucking friends about I made out with so and so. This was my first kiss. Yeah, and she's like, oh yeah, my first kiss was my mom. <laughs> Even worse, my dad. Oh fuck, dude. Oh weird. <laughs> Weird, 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 weird. You know, it's really hard to make me feel uncomfortable. We've had 67 episodes <laughs> of complete garbage yeah. and just fucking like shit talk. And um, right here, I'm just sitting here at episode 67 feeling uncomfortable. Really? About, about, thinking, about a fucking child father kissing it on its mouth. No, I think I Kissing finally. Son. I know. No, Mouth. no, no, no. That's weird. Why stop? Stop doing that in my head, please. You're doing that right now, people. People are doing that right now, and it's fucking weird, bro. What the fuck? Stop doing that shit. That's just weird. Yeah, you're fucking the kid up. You're fucking the kid uh, you, up. Okay, I don't give a fuck if you're like some kind of like um Greek uh enthusiast or some shit. <laughs> For real, don't do that shit, bro. These people are about culture. They're not about Greek people. <laughs> it's not. It's not their fault. They were born with Greek fucking uh, morals. Well, I mean, according to the twenty-three and me, they're fucking two yeah. percent Greek. So, <laughs> so no, 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 no. A little tongue. <laughs> Shows you how much I love you. Oh, God. <laughs> Stop. Okay, no more. Wow, this is weird. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I just... I'm looking at my fucking phone. I'm like, what the fuck is this, dude? <laughs> like, let's say you do it. Let, let's say you do that. <sighs> fuck. Why publicize it? Okay. Yeah. Like, I can picture point. this fucking person... Holding the phone out and be like, we're going to kiss. <laughs> okay. I got the perfect picture of us kissing. What the fuck? What the fuck is going through a fucking hood? How do you not realize? I mean, yeah, we're kind of, kind of, not very, I don't know. I don't know. I just, fuck. Our, our parents and their, maybe our parents' parents were very stoic. And not, they didn't show emotion, and they weren't allowed to be love like loving to their yeah. children, and that for sure scarred fucking people for fucking their fucking entire adult life, and not being able sure. to fucking connect with other fucking sure. people because they weren't able to fucking show emotion, and it was just like <laughs> you're a man, you suppress it, you're a woman, shut the fuck up. I get it, <clears throat> but you're you're fucking you fucking like 
you veered the other way completely. You're you're fucking your children up by fucking me. Oh my god, why are you fucking kissing children in the fucking mouth? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <sighs> yeah, that's weird. Definitely. I don't know. It's like specifically in like Western culture, it's a sign of like romantic interest. You're, you're gonna fucking raise a generation of fucking what's the guy that fucked his mother? Oedipus. Oedipus. Yeah. Oedipus complex. Oedipus complex. Motherfuckers. Yeah. I know, I was thinking it the whole time, and it's just, I don't know, it just, it's so weird. It's so weird, dude. I, I, I gotta be honest with you. I have, like, very early childhood memories of my mommy kissing me on my mouth, and it's just weird, bro. It's just weird. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't. It's weird, bro. I either suppressed them or that didn't happen to me, but. <laughs> but, like, I'm sitting here as, like, a grown-ass adult, yeah. and I'm completely in the camp of, like, don't do that. That's weird. Don't do that. <laughs> don't. And also, um, in, in your sentiment, don't fucking post it so the world can see, dude. I know. <laughs> what the fuck, bro? <laughs> Gross, dude. I don't know. That's weird. That's just weird. It's legit. That's the only way I can describe it. It's just, it's weird. <laughs> what the? I don't know what the fuck complex you mm -hmm. have. They're no. going to fucking push no. onto your fucking offspring no dude no 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 not on the mouth kiss him on the cheek no yeah kiss bro, him on the forehead on the fucking kiss cheek. him on the top of the head on the cheek all the time on the forehead all the time on the fucking top of the head kiss the on the cheek is a all greeting the all the time all the time Mwah. hey <laughs> lovely to fucking see you hey you fucking motherfucker hey, hey you motherfucker yeah. <laughs> not on the fucking lips yeah don't swap spit with them yeah nah i don't know about that yeah nah yeah nah yeah nah i, I yeah. was trying to do some research on this and see what the fuck is going on with fucking people and i didn't know how to fucking <laughs> search this on fucking google without triggering some bullshit signal about pedophilia <clears throat> uh, kissing kids on the lips <laughs> <laughs> but hold on though uh, uh, Pictures of kissing kids <laughs> on the lips. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Parents kissing their kids on the lips. Okay. Um. You know what? I think I. I think we might have just found a loophole for pedophiles to find child porn oh. on the internet. Right. Parents kissing kids on the lips. <laughs> yeah, dude. Maybe. No. Why? I mean, it's it's still a maybe, bro. It's still fucking like. Because that should just for foreplay, right? <laughs> parents just, kissing children on the lips it's just foreplay <laughs> slash pussy oh. lips <laughs> right you might as well just no. eat out your child no 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 please no don't don't <laughs> i just i don't know what warped sense of satisfaction the parents no. are getting from this I don't. No. I, I don't understand. I don't fucking understand. I don't have fucking. I don't have kids. Thank fucking no. Jesus. I don't have fucking kids. But even if I did, I would not kiss them on the fucking lips. Yeah, please, <laughs> dude. I can't wait for this conversation to be over. Why? This is so fucking. Would you weird. kiss your kids on the lips? No, fuck no. I no, why no. not? Because then. I would remember about you like talking about kissing them on the pussy lips and it would be like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's why? <laughs> yes. Now that's why. 
Oh, now that's why. Because before it was yeah. because I would just be like, "That's weird." I just, I mean, if you want to show your son how much you love him, just suck his dick. <laughs> no, why not? What's the difference? No, <laughs> what's the difference? What's the difference? <laughs> you want to show your ten-year-old son how much you love him? Suck no. his dick. He'll love you forever. Please, no. He will love you forever. <laughs> Hold on. Yes. Ozymandias, neo philosopher. <laughs> if you want to show your ten year old son how much you love him, suck his dick. <laughs> I mean, might as well. If you're already kissing him on the fucking lips, you don't want to give the child blue balls. <laughs> Dude. We're moving on to the fourth period of the lineup. I just, I, honestly, I see it as one and the same. If you're already there and you're publicizing it, fucking suck his dick. Just create an OnlyFans about it already. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Forget stepmother porn. It's real mother porn. No. Okay. <sighs> moving on to... <laughs> moving on to the fourth period of the lineup. On? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the kid talking to his psychologist <laughs> why didn't she jerk me off no oh, we're moving on <laughs> we're moving on we're moving on oh. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell terrible you're a terrible human being okay right <laughs> uh moving on to the next in the lineup we have philosophy and velocity from alesmith brewing company fuck yes and omegang or omegong i'm pretty sure it's omegang right i'm pretty sure yeah yeah it's omegang gang <laughs> uh this is a blend of imperial coffee stout with belgian style quadruple ale that's a fucking interesting blend I'm not really sure if I'm curious to try it, but I'm going to try it anyway. Cause that's an interesting blend. Uh, an epic cross-country collision of Imperial Ales, Philosophy, and Velocity combines two iconic dark beers. Alesmith's Speedway Stout and Omegong's Three Philosophers into a high-octane dissertation on darkness. What the fuck are these motherfuckers lawyers now? A uh, mesmerizing melange of cocoa notes, coffee, caramel aromas, and smooth dark fruit notes. Drink now or cellar appropriately. Cheers. Uh, this is coming in at a whopping 11.5%. Holy fuck. Uh, we've had stuff from Omegang here. Omegang. We have. I, I don't believe that we had the three philosophers years. I know that we've had the three philosophers. Uh-huh. I don't think that we've had the three philosophers on the show. I don't remember it being on the show. Yeah. But I could be wrong. Oh. I don't know. Which is, yeah. But but it is a, a, a selection of Omegang that or Omegang 
that's been very accessible over the past decade as well. Yeah. I can I can uh, confidently say that if you've ever seen Omegang out there, it's out there because of like a Game of Thrones beer that they had or a Three Philosophers. Okay. Um, I or know like that we've had one dot for real, dude. Uh, I know that we've had uh the Three Philosophers, and I remember it for its like Belgian quadruple quality. It 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 is a very prominent beer. It it is something that's uh demanding of your uh sensory. Okay. And I would say that the spe- the Speedway Stout is that as well. But they're two very different uh, styles of beer. Yeah. Like, they're dark beer. Yeah. They're both punchy, but they're both recognized by such a a great divide in characteristics, right? And um, it, it's awesome also to have that that West Coast and East Coast take to it. So this is a blended ale. For all intents and purposes, and it, it makes me really excited to have something like this. It, this is unheard of. You're mixing a stout with a Belgian quadruple, and <laughs> that's that's really interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna guess that the ABV is coming from that Belgian style, yeah, especially a yeah, fucking yeah. quadruple. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, you also have the Speedway style coming in at the at a twelve percent. Oh shit! Already, that's right. already. Never mind. So yeah, yeah. They they both they both have um, a lot of influence here, and yeah, I really think that this is going to be a super interesting, unique experience. Let's see what we got here. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> I know you there hate that. There she is. I know you hate that. <laughs> I don't hate it. No? I just find I just find that verbal tick amusing. Annoying. Oh. <laughs> I'm amused by that. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I hate it now. <laughs> I just, I don't know. There's no other filler here. It's just, we took a break and now we were coming back. <laughs> you don't have to just, justify it to me. <laughs> what else do I say? Uh, I, I think you say we have a very fine uh, beer poured out in Isn't front that of us. What I'm doing anyway? Okay. Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> we have a very fine beer poured out to us here. Which we're fucking splitting because I'm a little bitch and you're a little bitch. I am. We're full. I don't think I ever admitted to that. No? Never. Okay. Well, I'm full. (laughs) And Anthropos is a fucking black hole. (laughs) Has a black hole in the pit of his stomach. Yeah? That doesn't allow him to be full. It seems that way. Yeah. Yeah. It seems that way. So... I said, because I'm a little bitch. 
Right. You're the reasonable person. We should yeah. split this last one <laughs> instead of having one each because if I have more than I'm half of the beer, probably regretting having this much anyway. Okay. Um, Why regretting? Regretting having not being able to finish it. <laughs> Okay. That made sense in my head, but I don't know anymore. <laughs> so, um Yeah. So, so you're a little bitch. Right. And then It's been established. Yeah. Yeah. And then we're reviewing the fourth beer in the lineup? Yes. Very good. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's all poured out. It looks black as fuck. The way Anthropos likes his men. <laughs> Wesley Snipes black, bro. It was Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes black. Wesley Snipes. I wish I was a Crayola color. <laughs> Wesley Snipes? Wesley Snipes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of the Crayola color called Wesley Snipes. <laughs> what does that look like? I don't know. Kind of brown, kind of whorish. Okay. Yeah. Uh, to me, it looks like like jet black and then like a vibrant, fiery reddish orange mm. for the hair. That's what it looks like to me. I'm, I'm picturing Kim Kardashian without Kanye West. I see. Yeah. A Westless night. <laughs> 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 anyway Fort, Fort um, line yeah. up. <laughs> this beer looks like forrest whitaker's neck it's so dark <laughs> looks like whoopi goldberg's lips it's so dark yeah yeah it looks like morgan freeman's elbows <laughs> <laughs> It almost sounds like <laughs> it's talking about Andy Dufresne. <laughs> <laughs> the shit looks like, um, fuck, what's that guy? The one that's like all serious and shit, and he's black. Where he's like uh, flying a plane, and then he's uh, man on fire. Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington, yeah. Like Denzel Washington's asshole. <laughs> dude it's the fourth beer in the lineup we've we've come all this way we're doing this now it looks like samuel jackson's taint (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think i'm i think i'm done yeah i think so yeah it looks like dave chappelle's neck crease i think you covered the neck part already did i oh for yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah for sure um right. moving on uh, yeah it, it's it's the last brand lineup it's from epic brewing company it's the philosophy and velocity Ooh. it is the three philosophers blended with the fucking speedway style right so we just enjoyed the speedway style 
We also blabbered on for about 10, 15 minutes. Did we? Because um, we're fucking drunk. Um, about other beers and other stupid bullshit. And then there's the three philosophers from right. Oma Gang or Omegong. I think it's Omegang. I'm just going to say Omegang. Omegang sounds nicer. Yeah, it does. Like a little bit more sophisticated than Omegang. Omegang or Omegong? Sorry, Omegong sounds nicer than Omegang. It does. It sounds like cultured and sophisticated. Yeah, but and, and learned. Phonetically correct. Yeah. But also, it carries a connotation of gang, which kind of takes away from its, like, nobility. Right. Right? Yeah. Makes it sounds like like it's a like a hoodlum activity or group to be, um, uh, you know, fucking associated with. Is it because it's black? Mm, I, it didn't immediately happen that way in my head. Oh, I'm just the, asking because the, black? the beer's black. The, the, because what? Because the beer's black. <laughs> it looks like Forrest Whitaker's neck. <laughs> it's <was> so dark. <laughs> I wonder if there's some connection. So um, <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's it's Sorry, the philosophy <laughs> and velocity. I'm really excited to fucking taste what the fuck this blend is like. Yes, and um, this should be a very interesting and unique experience. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Immediately on the nose, I'm getting Speedway stout. Okay. Just, as it's coming up to my fucking mouth, it's all Speedway stout. Where's the Belgian? You don't get it? I'm not getting it. That's insane. This beer perfectly encapsulates two flagship beers from two uh, prominent brewing companies. I get completely the quadruple side of this beer. Mm. I get completely the Speedway style as well. And... I find that they've done such a subtle blend that they have found similar notes between both styles, which are uh, widely, widely dissimilar to each other. They have found like this common ground in between that coffee stout and a Belgian quadruple ale. And they found a way to marry them together. There's a, to me, there's, there's a very sophisticated hand that blended these two beers two widely different different styles coming together the way that this does is uh masterful for me so i I really really get the three philosophers that influence for me is is very prominent and and of course you can't miss the fucking speedway style in here It's wonderful to see East Coast meets West Coast this way. It's wonderful to see two perennial beers come together in this form. Uh, it's awesome to fucking see two dark beers from widely uh, different, wildly different um, 
backgrounds and origins come together this way. I've never had anything like it. It really is. I mean, I'm getting more of the yeast uh, on the nose now. And it is, it does seem like a combination between this beataway stout and a very, very like decadent quadruple Belgian style ale. So I see it. I see the combination here. Um, very subtle, very subtly done, very excellently done. Because whatever variation it is that you're looking for, you're going to find it here. Um, whether you're looking for the stout, dark, coffee, chocolatey notes from Speedway Stout, you're going to find it. If you're looking at the like yeasty, fruity, um, aromatic notes from like Belgian styles, you're going to find it here. It's well done. It's really well done. I'm, I'm actually quite surprised with how well they play with each other. Yeah. The two styles. Uh, I wouldn't, I would have never considered uh, joining these or blending these. Right. And these two companies just said, let's just, what's, wh what do you got? Mm hmm. I got fucking Speedway style. What do you got? I got <laughs> fucking three philosophers. And and you just put them together, and they come together in such harmony. And I'm just like fanboying over this shit at this point. But I, I think that flavor is, um, like a fucking cornerstone for where we are nowadays. Nobody would have ever dreamed that these two styles would meet each other in this in the same can. Right. You know. Absolutely not yeah it's super cool dude and i i don't know where to place this uh rating other than a blended ale okay i would just kind of categorize it as a blended ale and uh I, i'm a bit i'm a bit uh partial to both of the beers that went into this so i'm gonna i'm gonna have to rate it highly do you have a rating for this Um, man, I don't know. 9.5. It's not necessarily a 10 because I don't, I can't appreciate the best of either at this point. Uh, it's a great combination. They like the flavors complement each other really well, but again, I, I can't appreciate the best of either of the two worlds here. There's a lot of both. That's really fair, dude. Uh, I'm gonna have to give this a nine on my end as well. Yeah, yeah. This it's it's an incredible blend, and I I could fucking recommend the shit uh, to any craft beer enthusiast. Just make yourself make yourself uh, aware of both styles, and then try this, and this is gonna blow your fucking socks off uh really I, I do hold it as uh, a cornerstone a landmark in the craft beer industry you're having uh two perennial styles of beer from different parts of the world dance amongst each other yeah so, and 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 well done as well so alesmith omegang omegang <laughs> well done 
Nine from me. Nine point five for me. We're gonna end on this note. Last topic for today's episode. Um, yes. What do we got today? Other than the fucking entire world priming us for something. I suppose so. Uh, d- during the breaks, we revisited something that we've revisited a few times. Yep. It's something that happened about 15 years ago. No, less than that. Less than that? Maybe 10? Maybe 10. And it's something that to this day, when when whenever you bring it up, it, it's a relief to me. Is it? it? It's an absolute relief to me. Every time you talk about it and every time you elaborate on it, not only when you bring it up and you address it, um, but also when you elaborate on it and and you become detailed about it, it's a relief to me. Is it? Yeah. I, I, we were speaking about this on our break and I suppose that we decided that it it would just be good to talk about it here for whatever fucking reason. Yeah. And and immediately right now as it's happening, it there's a shame, right? That a little a, bit. There's a shame. Yeah, there's there's just like stank of being those guys. Yeah. You know? It happens. But it's the truth. <laughs> That's what they all say. As far as we can remember. <laughs> as far as we can remember. Um, the reason that it brings me relief is because if I were to try to explain this to anybody, they wouldn't believe me. And if um, if I were to try to tell anybody else about this, they would look probably look at me like I'm crazy. But when you talk about it, then you say the same things that I remember. And then it makes me feel like I'm not crazy right and that's a really weird thing to say and that's where we're ending it on this topic because it's fucking weird it's fucking weird and i feel like there's a lot more people that might be able to relate to this that aren't necessarily open and willing to talk about right right. for the same reasons that we're hesitant to um i'll have you open up Okay, um, the reason we were talking about it off mic today was because this is a topic I visited yesterday with uh, Cornelius and Medusa. Uh, we were talking about this like COVID-19 relief bill, blah, 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 and how the government has slipped in with this bill, this like 150-day deadline for the Pentagon and all agencies of the U.S. government to release any information, any and all information regarding UFOs. Um, and it's funny that it's gone kind of under the radar for a lot of people because they're so busy with like Black Lives Matters or apple cider fucking vinegar women. Um, <laughs> Nobody's concerned with this. Like everyone's like so 
involved in their own fucking little lives that UFOs just goes unfucking noticed. I mean, there's that. There's also uh, don't trust your government. Don't trust your fucking ah, that too. elections. Don't don't trust the people. Don't trust the Senate. Don't trust the Congress. Don't trust anybody. Basically, there's like this whole fucking don't just don't trust the media. Don't don't like fuck who the fuck what do we trust? It's all fucked up. It's all fake and it's all misinformation and it's everywhere. So it really kind of makes it re- very difficult for us as a society to grasp onto something tangible. I suppose, but what a fucking time to do this, you know? Yeah. Like when all this is going on. It's perfect. This is when you fucking do it. <laughs> this is when you want to tell the fucking general public about your fucking UFO findings. Yeah, it's in it's in the midst of of distrust. So you can completely be telling somebody the truth to their face and they are so primed to be lied to and misled that they're not going to believe the truth when it's told to them. That's the way that I perceive it. What what benefit do they get from this? <laughs> you get to discredit the truth, which mm. is something that they don't want you to know, apparently. Right. But you get to kind of be like, I told you. And nobody believed me. And it seemed nobody believed me. But I tried to tell you. I fucking guess, bro. I, I don't, don't know. fucking know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know what the incentive is. <laughs> I don't know is, what the fuck. <laughs> it's really gotten under the fucking radar recently. It's weird, dog. And it's, it's, I think I've mentioned this fucking episodes ago where it's just like, I feel like we're being primed to the idea of like life outside of this fucking planet. And we do have to be warmed up to it. You think so? Like, you don't think, like, NASA can just be like, um, fuck, we found life with, like, just fucking uh, uh, multi-celled organisms in its ocean? No. No. We wouldn't be able to handle that. Not. As a person, yes. Okay, what about, like, <laughs> we found things that travel through dimensions, guys. <laughs> you know, that's a little different. As a person, maybe. It hits different. As an individual, (laughs) maybe. As a collective, fuck no. We can't deal with immigrants as a collective. We can't deal with people from... You're right, dude. Fucking 50 feet from San Diego as a collective. Yeah. Um, As an an individual, maybe, but... I think they have to... It's a really slow burn and that the primus to the idea so when they finally do actually reveal something if there is something to reveal it's gonna be like oh yeah yeah okay cool all, all signs pointed to that right yeah so that, um it's weird because if you if you were like definitely just as a person as people us we'd probably be able to be like all right yeah fuck right fuck that makes sense. Fuck. But then you think about uh, humanity as a whole, and you also realize that organized religions, multiple, pl- right, plural, risk. plural, <laughs> plural. Yeah. Yeah. And then it kind of gets really interesting because now you're challenging um, deeply rooted and seeded uh, belief systems, and then 
you flip the whole world upside down. Right. So it's it's weird. It's weird. It's weird to talk about it, but um, I'd like to talk about it here. I'd like to document it here, and I'm going to try to do so uh, quickly. Yeah, so... It started... So we had this... I had this conversation last night with Cornelius and uh, Medusa. And it was revolved around the idea of, like, hey, have you experienced anything? Like, yeah. some, like, weird phenomenon that you can't really explain in your head. There's, like, no way you can logic your way into thinking that this is what happened. Um, especially regarding something like aliens. I didn't want to put the word out there, but fuck it. Um, and then I shared an experience that I had with you. Yeah. That... I don't share with a lot of people and I'm kind of reluctant to share it now because something my mom always told me was like, don't, if you do don't share with anybody because people are going to think you're crazy Yeah, and they're going to dismiss you after that. Anything you have to say after that is just pawned off as crazy. Yeah. But fuck it. We're crazy anyway. Um, I shared with them an experience I had with you, which even in my recollection of it seems kind of impossible. I feel like I'm kind of primed to lie because I'm a fucking human being and embellish the truth a bit. I'm susceptible of doing that. So I don't know if I'm lying to myself, but in retelling the story and you confirm the fucking what happened, it's just, it's incredible that our stories collaborate without us being like, let's lie to each other. The mere fact, that both of us remember very specific deals uh, i'm sorry details about the ordeal um is uh a note uh, of note yes it's notable we we've shared many um nights uh many nights fucking courted by alcohol <laughs> um many nights uh just accompanied by uh fucking you know just perception changers we've had that and we have plenty of those but but the mere fact that we both remember very specific details about that specific night is uh of of note it's notable and i repeat it i feel comfort every time that you say shit about that yeah because it just makes me feel like I'm not crazy. I can always say that. I think I'll probably die <laughs> saying that. Yeah. And I you know I, I'm kind of like dragging this on. And can I still, even though I'm saying that we've felt or seen something like this, it, it, it's still a little reluctant to tell the details of it. But fuck, I don't even know where to start. You want to tell this? Should I tell this? We're in South Almani. Yeah. We're in the middle of San Gabriel Valley. We're looking north at uh, the mountains. If if you're in the middle of San Gabriel Valley, you're looking up past uh, Duarte and Monrovia and, and Pasadena. And there's this like very prominent uh, mountain scape uh, to the north of you. And um it's probably about 11 or 12 o'clock at night and you and myself 
and a gentleman who I will call Biggie. Okay. Um, are kicking it, and we're kicking it at Biggie's pad. We're there. Uh, he's got this little bachelor pad to himself. It's in the middle of like a industrial area, kind of. And uh, we're just like drinking some shit beer there, chopping it up. And we're standing outside. We look towards the north at a very uh, bright flash of light. It was something that each of us caught out of the corner of our eyes. Yeah. Because we weren't actively looking up at the fucking mountains. We were caught up in conversation. Not at all, yeah. For some reason, like, we all had, like, this peripheral view of this area. Correct. And then, simultaneously, we all looked up at towards that direction. Right. To a fucking bright, bright light, which looked... so Something caught all of, all three of ours att- attention at the same time. Yeah. And we, and we all looked up, and, and there was... Uh, these orbs of light that had made uh kind of like a triangle triangular pattern in the sky. Um, it was right there. It was like right above the mountains, uh, up north, San Gabriel Valley. It it couldn't have been more than fifteen twenty miles away from us. Yeah, that's right. If if we're judging from the distance to from the mountains, us to the mountains, couldn't have been anywhere. Uh, more than 15 to 20 miles away from us. And we saw them, and they they made this shape of like a elongated triangular pattern, like an isosceles, and then it turned into like a right angle, and then it moved to where it formed a completely straight line between all of these orbs. And uh, we witnessed every second of it. Yeah of that of that transformation between these like geometric uh patterns and uh we were all just mouth agape all of us were we just didn't know what to make of what we were witnessing and then one by one we see them shoot up into nothingness like they, it was this like really geometric shapes formation and then it lined up vertically it was three lights from my recollection yeah and then one by one from top to bottom shot up into nothingness and disappeared right and then at this point uh biggie uh lived again in the industrial complex and lived next to a big warehouse and he goes i can get on top of that roof because i have a ladder let's get up top of the roof and get a closer look which was i mean what what fucking 20 feet up higher right and for some reason we all decided this was a good idea <laughs> yeah, yeah it was gonna like give us like a bigger vantage point of the sky i guess right yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we like climb our way up to this roof we're up hanging out on top of this roof still bullshitting because nothing else is happening in the sky right and then at some point decide to come down from the roof well um i think that we decided to come down from the roof because uh, if I remember correctly, it started to get it started to feel kind of fucking weird. Yeah. Because all of the dogs all over the fucking neighborhood 
started barking. barking. Yeah. All of them were barking. Just they just started barking wildly. All of them. Like just like uh, city squares around us seemed like it seemed like, and just it was like, nah, this is kind of fucking weird, bro. Let's get down, and I feel like that's what drove us down. And then as soon as we made it down, as soon as we made it down, all the dogs stopped barking. <laughs> yeah, I distinctly remember the dogs going quiet. Yeah. Yeah. It was um it was a screeching silence kind of. Mm-hmm. The silence was like way too loud because it was like, "Nah, you were fucking barking your heads off a second <laughs> ago and then now I could hear myself fucking um, I could hear my heart beat." Right. And that was odd. And then and then the the bright light washed over us and it was like oh um just like this like fucking like powerful beam of light it's fucking 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock dude (laughs) it's the middle of the fucking night yeah and it's just like three fucking retards drinking their heads off and uh three retards for sure for sure dude yeah there's like no importance to it <laughs> other than the fact that if you are like sentient and you are conscious and you are telepathic then you sense then, our intelligence <laughs> then you sense that these retards saw you actually oh yeah that too and that they witnessed you and that they're like acknowledging like all of this yeah and then i guess i don't know I don't understand the purpose and I probably never will. But uh, if I remember correctly, and I don't want to speak for you, but I speak for what the fuck I witnessed, um, just a very bright beam of light washed over from above us. And it seemed like directly above us. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) I couldn't help but think that somebody was fucking with us. It seemed like too much. Right. At the same time, I fucking was scared shitless. And I knew that I just had to hide from that beam of light. (laughs) I remember the dogs going quiet. I remember us just getting out of like the sight of the sky line we were standing up against his garage door and then that's when the beam of light hit this bright fucking light and i was trying to rationalize it earlier today by saying maybe it was a helicopter and like they saw us (laughs) on the roof of the fucking warehouse but i mean you mentioned it yourself was just we grew up in an area with constant (laughs) fucking helicopter uh yeah surveillance it was there often all the fucking time <laughs> so you recognize that sound yeah you recognize the lie you recognize the whole experience you yeah. know what the fuck it's like <laughs> there was no helicopter no. there was no sound it was quiet it was, it was absolutely silent quiet. yeah yeah it was dead silent yep if i might say it was dead silent yeah. i remember standing up against the garage with a foot of like 
uh, roof overhang with the fucking fascia board there. From like the garage wall to the fascia board, it was foot foot and a half at the most. Yeah, and we were all three of us just pinned up against the garage, trying to hide frozen from this yeah. light. Frozen, yeah, in fear. Yep, it's it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous, and um, that that pretty much sums up the experience. The light goes away, and then we all, all kind of. Like our fucking blood returns to our extremities, mm-hmm. and then we all just kind of like just start to relax about it, and like, oh fuck, that was weird. I was, it was kind of like getting away from the cops or something, right? And like the blood, which we've starts, done, which we've done <laughs> the blood starts to rush back to your fucking extremities and to your fucking head, and then you start to realize. Wow, that was close. And then and then you start to think about like what the fuck that was. And then we just got the fuck out of there. Yeah. It was maybe five to ten minutes after the fact where we kind of retold what the fuck happened in our fucking head. Yeah. And everyone collaborated with the fucking story. You, Biggie, and myself had the same fucking story. The same we saw all saw the exact same thing. And then we're like, okay, bye. You're on your own, bro. Yeah, for sure. Like, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to stick around. Sorry. <laughs> bye. Yeah. Um, And that was a second to last time I saw Biggie. You, you know what the fucking crazy fucking part about that was? It was like um, going home and going to sleep and then waking up and then hitting you up the next morning and then being like, Hey, dude, you remember, like, the weird light last night? <laughs> and then you being like, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was fucking uh, fucked up. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it really was. Because I was kind of hoping that I just... Um, Trapped and, it? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I didn't. <laughs> and you talk about it to this date. This is probably about, like, maybe the 10th or 15th time. I've talked to you about this shit. Yeah. And it's always the same story. And it always makes me feel relief. And I truly believe that there is um, something unexplainable about what we experienced. And I, I feel like that's my importance for documenting it here. Okay. We've never said it out loud. No. We may have said it to like some like close friends who we might think we're open-minded to this no because they look at us like we're idiots yeah. <laughs> um you're sharing it with people that you confide in and you trust in and uh they shared some unbelievable stories with you yeah yeah the the craziest part of this like the whole story is i ran into biggie a couple months after the fact yeah here we go so i hadn't seen biggie up until that day for a couple of years right and then that day was like holy shit really cool to like reconnect bro and then after that night i didn't see him again for eight months nine months whatever the hell it was i see him at a gas station and i'm like hey bro like what's up how you been like man what's up haven't seen you since high school like hey no like we hung out totally at your house remember we saw the fucking lights and the thing and the fucking, the pudding and the fucking, you know, that shit. 
And he had no idea what the fuck I was talking about. Like truly just confused and you you told me about that. Yeah. You told me about that maybe the same night or shortly after you experienced that. Mm-hmm. You told me about, hey, dude, I just ran into Andy. And I was like, oh, shit, that's crazy. Because I remember, you know, I remember that. Right. And then and then you told me that. Uh, you jumped right into it. Hey, dude, I, I asked him if you remember what we saw that night. And he just didn't know what I was talking about. And I don't know. I just really feel, I guess, I like more than anything, I hope to this day, I hope that he just hasn't been able to cope with the experience to where he has to lie to himself about it and and us about it. I hope that's the (laughs) situation. Yeah. I hope that he's just like, fuck, I know what the fuck, but I, I can't because that's weird. I hope that's the case as opposed to him. Um, not having any memory of this happening. Right. I don't like that. No. But also, I want it to be that. Yeah? Like, I don't like the idea of, let's say, like, I don't know. Uh, and In telling the story, I always kind of imply, like, hey, maybe he was picked up by aliens after we left. You know? That's, yeah. That's the implication of, like, I met yeah. up with him, and he had no recollection of it. No, definitely. I really, I hope it, it's not that. I really hope it's not that, but also I want it to be that because it makes our story more interesting and we're fucking more interesting to people. Because um, <laughs> we escaped and shit? Yeah. Aside from the motherfuckers knocking on the door a few minutes ago. Uh, I didn't want to talk about that one, actually. I keep looking over at the door. And just, <laughs> it just so happens we've never talked about this kind of shit. It just so happens that we experienced knocking on the fucking door tonight. <laughs> and it opening, whatever. It's all good. I mean, we sound like fucking lunatics at this point. Yeah, yeah, we do. Oh, oh, you know what? We're at the bottom end of four incredibly massive beers, and I wouldn't put it past me to start um, talking some stupid bullshit. <laughs> but I know, I know what I experienced. Yeah, for sure. And and I know what you saw. I know how everybody reacted. I know everything. I know that night, like the back of my fucking hand. Like it was yesterday. I don't remember fucking what the fuck we talked about. Um, I, I I know this. You talk about I don't remember what the fuck I had for breakfast yesterday. Right. For sure. I I get that sentiment and I also get the way that our memory works too. Yeah. If it was fucking uneventful. <laughs> but but when it's eventful. I can tell you what that night felt like and looked like uh, to grand detail. And so can you, and you can corroborate it. And that's enough for me. Um, I really want to get a hold of this guy and see if he is just unwilling to talk about it or if he's now willing to talk about it or if he frankly has no idea what the fuck we're talking about. And we just made this shit up for the fuck of it. Right. I mean, <laughs> we talk a lot of shit, but I don't think we've ever made anything up. No, dude. <laughs> what the fuck for? This place is weird, bro. 
There's yeah. like enough like stupid shit for you to like never have to make anything weird up. No. And then there's this. Yeah. What the fuck? It feels like an inconvenience. It feels like a fucking. Like we oh, gotta go at, way out of our way to fucking do this. Look at me, look at me, fucking. <laughs> oh, this is such a burden. Why me? You know. <laughs> it's weird as shit. Yeah. And uh, it requires. It begs an expl uh, uh, explanation. It begs an explanation. Yeah. It's not tonight. I guess. I guess. Or maybe tonight. I don't know. We kind of made a pact where we would walk into the light. We did. Because you know, we know what it's like to not walk into it. Yeah. Just leaves you with a bunch of questions. All right. So next time we have a UFO standing above us, we're going to walk into that light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Preferably with a shotgun in hand, but. Hopefully. Uh, like what if we like both agree to like it's just like fucking um what was it what was the quote of like what's the worst that could happen we die right no like kind of yeah but also like the worst that could happen is like oh shit Ozymandias and Anthropos both went missing on the same night dun, dun, dun. oh no and then you're watching it on Netflix. Cue gay jokes. Cue <laughs> <laughs> our best friends being like testimonies that are telling gay jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking assholes. Yeah. <laughs> I, bo- I bet they're both in heaven fucking each other. <laughs> <laughs> So some amalgamation of that. Yeah. Like, dude, if we ever go missing, right? <laughs> God forbid together. Don't do that shit to us. That'll be a cruel gay joke. Aliens. <laughs> that's just weird. Uh, no, yeah, just that's what we were talking about. What's the worst that could happen? We die? Right. Aside from that, what else is happening? We mm-hmm. we gain some kind of like confirmation or knowledge some knowledge yeah yeah but i it, feel like if i if i'm ever taken i want people to know that i was taken no shit so they can say hey he at least he knows and i can be like yeah motherfucker i know more than you do <laughs> you <know? laughs> do you do you know who i am <laughs> <laughs> i get that i get that i definitely want witnesses uh, isn't isn't that what you want the most? Is like that like notoriety for it, as have, opposed to everybody treating you like you're a fucking lunatic. Yep, because that's what you're gonna get. Because that's <laughs> you, that's like fucking wishing to a genie, bro. bro. Is it? Yeah, like you're like, oh man, I want this, and then the evil genie. Uh, genie. Aliens aren't genies, and I don't want them. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're motherfucking here to grant me wishes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> And I asked for more wishes. Fuck that shit, dude. Leave me the fuck alone. Don't really? give me any fucking wishes. No, I, want I wishes. wish to never fucking see you in my life. Whoa. Don't fucking interact with me, asshole, please. What? As much as you can. I don't fucking want that shit. I don't want that shit. Fuck that. I don't want these like fucking like six to seven foot tall lurking men 
And fucking like. I think if they were a little shorter, I'd be okay with it. <laughs> just like four to five feet tall? No, just like five two. Five. Okay. And when I can beat the fuck up <laughs> to get out of line. You know? <laughs> I suppose so. Yeah. I don't know, dude. It's weird. It's weird. And I, I'm going to thank you for opening up about that. And this isn't something that we've, uh, I guess, like. I gladly shared. No, this no, is no. more a little bit of like a holding each other to the fire here. Yeah, I mean, we share a lot on here, but this is one of those things that just like I don't know if I want to. Yeah, and we're here now. Yeah, we've done it now. Yeah, and both of us still at the end of this feel like I don't know if I want to, and we're here already. Yeah, but okay. it's weird. It's weird, and I hope that you, the listener. Um, can pick up on the honesty in this conversation. Like we have nothing to gain from this. Mm-hmm. Except more listeners. <laughs> we tell your friends. Or or <laughs> less listeners. Oh, well, <laughs> There's also that one. I mean, like, what are we going to lose? Dude, our two listeners? I, I used to listen to this <laughs> beer podcast, and then they went like they weird, hard bro. left. <laughs> When with the fucking alien conspiracy theories. <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely nothing to gain from it, dude. Just um just a platform to share this shared experience that is strange and noteworthy and just worthy of being documented here. Yeah, for sure. Right? We're supposed to end this shit on funny. Yeah. But I don't I don't know if any of this is funny. Uh how about this? Your listener. And you've listened to episode 67. You've listened to us open up about these strange experience, this this strange experience that we've had. Uh, I would really like to open up the forum. Wow. What's the weirdest thing you've experienced? Right. Yeah. I want to hear you guys talk about that shit. I want to hear about that I want to hear your stories. You told me a couple from uh, Cornelius and Medusa. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, both credible to me, in my opinion, and both strange as fucking shit. Yeah. So, uh, I guess, like, social justice warrior for the people who feel uh, oppressed for being <laughs> honest about your paranormal activities right. and uh, experiences, uh, let us know what the fuck you've seen up there. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird episode here, yeah it's a weird episode dude yeah it's uh, out of here this has been episode 67 of wasted content it's getting weird over here guys weird. hey fucking can we end the pandemic already it's getting <laughs> weird over yeah, here we're kind of like left to our own thoughts and this is what yeah, we dude. get too <laughs> <laughs> much isolation bro episode 67 of wasted content <laughs> Uh, fucking, uh, I am Anthropos. Die, Mazinet. We'll see you next week. Peace.